PFT Media. We're all caught up on Scotch and Good Conversation. 200 episodes. Wow. I bet Pete is parched. What do you want to do now? What do you want to do? I'll give you some water after all that talking. Peter? For my 200th episode, I'm having a party. You should come hang out at Comedy Von Taborski on August 8th. Is that at the Nook on Robinson? Yeah, in the Milk District. How'd you know? Because you have great taste. They're also your sponsor. You know what Peter says? It says on Facebook that there's going to be beer, comedy, hugs, and prizes. And Peter. Join us at the Nook on Robinson on Thursday, August 8th at 8 p.m. This message is approved by Rosie, the official dog of Scotch and Good Conversation. Comedy Von Taborski. August 8th, the Nook on Robinson. It's a celebration for you. It's a celebration for me. I really, really want you to be there because I want to thank you for letting me do this for 200 episodes. Something that I was was kind of clowning around in a spare bedroom and now it's what I do for a living and I absolutely love it. 200 episodes, it's a celebration. August 8th at the Nook on Robinson, there's going to be comedy. There's going to be prizes. There's going to be beer. There's going to be hugs. Probably be some surprises. I hope you'll be there. Um, I, I I just want to say thank you to the you guys. So that was a commercial for that. This episode is with Stephen Skull. He rhymes with Demon Skull. He's got a great movie festival he does here in Orlando, and he's just a cool guy. Uh, came over to Red Light, Red Light, because my AC was busted here in Rosyland. It's been fixed since. Thank God it's the middle of summer. It's too hot for this crap. And uh, we talk movies. We talk um, Orlando, we talk music, we talk fashion. He's an interesting dude. He's a lot of fun. And he's offering you, as a listener, a discount to his festival. If you use the, the uh, di- when you go, it's not a discount code, uh, say Lagavulin. It's a type of scotch that I actually wasn't familiar with. And what that's going to do is it will get you uh, kind of a buy one, get one free ticket to his movie festival. That's I think it's just for individual shows, but just ask when you go by. Uh, there'll be links in the show notes. He's a cool guy, and let's support this stuff because it's it's a uh, it's a local thing. But I mean, he's he's getting really really cool, interesting, weird, wonderful films from uh, all over the place to come into our town and do a festival. So why would we not promote this? Speaking about things about Orlando, uh, Best of Orlando, it's still going on. I think it ends in August sometime. I have no idea, but I would love your vote for us as best local podcast. We've been nominated. We've been nominated before. We won a couple times. We didn't win. We got second place, which is winning. Second place to Tom and Dan is winning. Uh, And we've been nominated again. I'd appreciate your vote. Uh, Go over to OrlandoWeekly.com, Best of Orlando, under the local color section. That's where you'll find it. And I'd appreciate a vote for Scotch and Good Conversation. You also nominated Dinner and Good Conversation as Best New Thing. I'd appreciate the vote for that. I think we're a pretty good new thing. Uh, We got stickers. Haven't got some emails about them in a little while, but I'll probably send out a batch next week sometime. If you want some free stickers, email me over at scotchandgoodconversation at gmail.com. Take care of each other. It's hot out there. I, I was without AC for two weeks. I know that. It's hot out there. Hydrate, wear some sunblock, uh, hug your friends, all right? You may not get a chance to do it again. Tell them you love them, all right? Climb a tree, ride bikes, pet dogs. Peace.
Thank you so much for checking out Scotch and Good Conversation. I am your host. My name is Peter. We are usually in the beautiful Rosie Land Studios in Orlando, Florida, but we're not there today because my air conditioner is busted. So we are in Red Light, Red Light Beer Parlor, which happens to be one of our sponsors, and they're around the corner from where I live. And thank you to Red Light, Red Light Beer Parlor. If you haven't been, go check them out. There will be a commercial shortly probably uh, mentioning them and check them out and tell them you heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation. If you don't know what we are, we're like a weekly hangouty, podcasty, afternoon drinking, get together, conversation, hangout type thing. Here is what we do. We find interesting people, people that intrigue us, people that do something, people that are, are, are remarkable in some way. We invite them over, we hang out, we turn off our cell phones, we turn off our computers and we have an old school conversation. Hopefully it's something that we have a good time and hopefully we learn something along the way. Maybe make friends, friends for life, you know, hang out, slumber parties, you know, just the swapping recipes and stuff like that. And hopefully it's something that you're going to enjoy too. If you like this kind of thing, go over to scotchandcoodconversation.com. You can find each and every one of my past uh, 200 or so podcasts on there. And if, if you dig this guest, look around. There's probably somebody as interesting, probably not more interesting, because this is going to be my most interesting guest to date. Look around. It's probably something, if you're local, if you're a local Orlando person, I've interviewed somebody you know, and, and I'm gonna prob you're probably going to find something out in the interview that you've never known about them before. If you'd like to get involved, if you've uh, you got a life problem and you want someone to help you out, if you, uh, you just got something you got to get off your chest, you kill a hobo and you want to tell somebody about it, you, uh, give us a call, 407-446-4955. If the phone's not your thing, you can text us. If texting and the phone's not your thing, you can email us over at scotchandgoodconversation at gmail.com. I would love for you to go take a look at our Patreon. It is patreon.com slash scotchandgoodconversation. Give a buck or two and help us out. All the money I make over there goes right back into the podcast. Uh, we got a Facebook group. We got an Instagram. We got another podcast we've been doing. If you haven't checked it out, if you like this, I think you're going to like Dinner and Good Conversation. It's better or, or at least as interesting for a number of reasons. First of all, my wife is involved, and that automatically makes things better. Uh, second of all, there's a couple guests usually instead of just two people talking to each other. And the thing that I find intriguing, the thing that, that when I try to describe what Dinner and Good Conversation is to people, it's people on mic eating food. So feasibly, it sounds like a really horrible fucking idea, but so far it's been working out. I got a, at this point, there's about 10 episodes out, comes out every two weeks. You can go over to dagcpodcast.com or it's on the Spotify's, it's on the Google Play, it's on all the usual suspects. Subscribe and leave a review, that would be great. Uh, I couldn't do this without the help of some people. Here is a commercial, you should listen to it and use that product right there. Craft beer, red light, red light has been doing craft beer since 2005. Since the beginning, since the foundations of the craft beer movement, Red Light, Red Light's been doing it. They've been serving it, they've been brewing it, they've been living the craft beer lifestyle. Why? Because they love it. They're not, they're not just in it, you know, because it's fancy to make money. They're in it because they love craft beer. And you know that, and you know you need to check out Red Light, Red Light open seven days a week with a wonderful amazing team that's 
there to answer questions and help you out. There's food trucks, there's events, it's inviting, it's perfect. Check out Red Light, Red Light tonight. They're located in the Audubon Park Garden District at 2810 Kareen Drive. Tell them you heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation. And I couldn't do this without a guest. Uh, Steven. Peter. Steven Stoll. Steven Stoll. Rhymes, with, rhymes de- with Skull. Demon rhymes with skull, Demon yeah. Stoll. Hold that mic a little closer to your face. <laughs> oh, sure. I, I yeah. loved it when, when you, uh, I emailed you. Uh, I was like, uh, it's like, hey, man, I want you. Want, well, there was a reason, and we'll get into that later. Like, I want you to be on the podcast. You do something cool. And, and then I went, what is your name? <laughs> <laughs> so I knew what you did. I just didn't know you personally. Yeah. And, and uh, uh, you were kind enough to come visit me at Red Light as opposed to my house. So thank you. It, trust me, well, it's way more comfortable here at, right now <laughs> yeah, at Red Light. You, yeah, yeah it's, it's, a, it's a Chris 91 <laughs> in the parts of the house that don't have air conditioning in it. So we're sitting pretty here. Uh, you, have you listened? You listened to one yeah, or two? Yeah, maybe? I listened to a couple episodes. Thank um, you. Not 200. Okay, that's uh, well, new t- 200 <laughs> hasn't, hasn't actually, I think recording wise, this might be recording 199. Ah. I think it might be episode 198. I'm not exactly sure. <laughs> uh, I, I never know until like the moment I start well, putting things out. I wouldn't, I wouldn't save me for the 200 slot. That's I, gotta be. I, 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 you're very handsome. You're a lovely <laughs> man, but I recorded to recorded 200. It's uh, with some podcast buddies of mine, uh, oh, okay. Dan Dennis from a mediocre time with Tom and Dan. Oh, I'm actually meeting them on Monday. Good. You're going to like them. They're going to yeah. like you. Yeah. They're, they're, they're good dudes. They, uh, they've got a, a very very quality product over there and my buddy chris fisher from uh byocb podcast they are two of my podcast heroes they're two of the reasons that i got into podcasting so i had them come in and kiss their butt i got drunk uh and it's it's probably a horrible episode but i got to talk to two of my podcast heroes my mother's calling again um i hope she's not dying <laughs> if she were, it, it's she'll, she'll a little call disturbing a, that she'd be calling you. And yeah, yeah. Well, you. yeah. Look, look at that great picture. Trying to get off the couch. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> she, I don't think she. Yeah, well, she, I don't think she knows I have that as a picture. Uh, um, uh, these are three things that I know about you. Okay. All right. Uh, you have a movie festival. I a really do. cool one. Tell the kids what it is. I run the Sick and Wrong Film Festival. Oh, it's all in the name, isn't it's it? It's all. You know, you think it's all in the name. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of weird things that go on once you start running a film festival. Um, you get uh, I get waiver requests all the time. Okay, what is that? Um, it's the f- film festivals generally have submission fees. Like if you make a movie, you want to submit it to a festival, you got to pay them to watch it. Um, there's a lot of reasons for that, and it's kind of contentious among punky anarchy kind of filmmakers. But uh, uh, the the money is important. Those um, are the best kind. But best kind. when you have to deal with, with maybe not to deal. With, yeah. <laughs> Um, so I get people asking me all the time, can they, can they waive, can I waive the fee for them? Can no, I we're trying to make a little bit of money here. <laughs> I'm trying. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've been operating in the red every year so far, but the thing that bugs the crap out of me, I don't mind when a fest, when a filmmaker asks for a waiver, that doesn't bother me in the slightest. Yeah. What bugs the crap out of me is when they either tell me literally nothing about their movie or when their movie turns out to be this like, uh, 
warm-hearted uh, coming-of-age story. <laughs> what or part like, of the title like, of this festival do you not understand? It's sick and wrong. It's right there in the name. Like you don't even have to go. You know, there's a website that everybody uses for their festival submi- or for their film submissions, and it's across the top of the page. It says sick and wrong, and yet still people want to send. You know, the, the the overcoming adversity story. The the sweet, and they're not bad movies generally, okay, but sw- probably but wrong category. Definitely wrong for this festival. Yeah, 100% yeah, yeah. Wrong. And it's this is your third or fourth? Fourth, it's the fourth one. This That's year, okay. next Good. month is the fourth event. Congratulations! Thank you very much. I, I looked around. It, it looks like it's really cool. You bring something to the it's, city, something twisted and weird. <laughs> it's the most. It's the most fun I have all year long. Like uh, it'll be. I won't sleep the whole weekend, um, and I'm giving myself four or five ulcers getting ready for it. But I, I live for it. It's the most. It shows, and, and, and you you done. you hustle your ass off. I try, yeah. And you got a. <laughs> I think you put out the the list of films. Is there? Is, am I wrong in saying there's eighty films? There are eighty one. That's, that's a, that's a shitload of films, this year. man. That is, it's a lot. Um, five of them are features, which is new for us. Okay. Um, last year we had three features, one each day, and then the year before was just one. So each year we've been getting more. So that's 81 films, including five features, which in a single weekend is is a pretty solid block of programming. Um, it, 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 as as a uh, somebody who enjoys films, films or movies, films, right? I, you know, films like, is the cool thing to say, right? I mean, I, I'm not gonna turn my nose up. What's I, the I, difference I, between <laughs> a film and a movie? You know, it bugs it bugs me a little bit um, because at this point, since nobody's really shooting on film, mm-hmm. the difference is. Snobbiness. Okay, like, so I, I like I like saying films. I'm a snob. <laughs> I'm, it's okay. I'm, a I'm, I'm, happy. I'm old school. I also, I also don't pick on like I get mad if I refer to a collection of MP3 files on my computer as a record. Yeah, and then somebody gets snotty with me. I'm like, fuck you. Like, the, <laughs> I didn't say vinyl. Yeah, yeah. The I, word I, record can apply to all kinds well, of that, things. Well, it's it's, it's a it's it's a, it's a record of, yeah. of a collection of songs. Yeah. So. Boom. I, I don't like. I get mad if somebody tries to correct me for saying record, and I'm certainly not going to create any uh, correct anybody for saying films in regards to movies that were shot on digital. I'm not going to do that. Okay, like, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna, happy with anything. I'm going to say Apocalypse Now is a film. <laughs> yes. Um, um, Except you've probably well, no, that's not fair. I was going to say you've probably never watched it on film. But I think you I, think I might have someplace. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I did. Like they. I feel like I saw something. No, it was like a uh, revival or re-release. No, it was um, uh, Tarantino. Yes. Didn't he film something on film recently? And that was a big thing. Oh, he did. Well, yeah, I know. Uh, I went to the seventy millimeter uh, roadshow for the Hateful Eight. That yeah, that, was that one. Projected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I I don't think I saw Apocalypse Now on no. film. Like I, I, it came out and what that came out in like 77? 79. 79 I was, so I was, I was a year old. I was too young to to. <laughs> To see that, I just dated myself. Yeah, um, that's always that's okay. I've got I've got some <laughs> some time on you. Okay. Uh, but uh, where where is it? When is it? How much is it? You got it. Yeah. yeah. Um, it is August 9th through eleventh. Okay, my birthday. Yeah, it's a birthday celebration so, for me. Yeah, come down. I'll, yeah, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll let you into a movie for free. Oh no, um, no pay, pay, pay. <laughs> yeah. The it's gonna be at. Uh, okay, so the the venue has changed names a couple times in recent years. It's a place called City Arts. Okay. And it is downtown at the corner of Magnolia and Pine. Oh yeah, it's I know an that. Art that's, that's, that's the Pat place used to be there. Am I right? I no idea what that okay. is. Okay. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> I've only been there two years in oh, a row. No, I'm totally wrong. Cut that out. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. Clip. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be, they have a screening room upstairs. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. Pat, the, the Pat Green's place used to be. Oh, Pat Green. That's Pat what Green. you said. Yeah. yeah Kyle Eagle Pat used to show yeah. films up there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. That is the place. Movies. Yeah, where they did uh, yeah. <laughs> um, that, what was that series Kyle was running? I went to it a couple of times. But yeah, yeah, that's exactly the place. We're going to be upstairs in there. Good. Um, 
Uh, August 9th is when it starts. If you want to see individual programs, they're going to be 10 bucks a head. Uh, but we do have a festival pass. There are 13 programs altogether. I only anticipated 12, uh, so the savings percentages I put, it doesn't matter. Anyway, uh, there are going to be 13 programs, and if you want to see them individually, it's 10 bucks a head, but we have a festival pass for $72. Okay. And then we have a VIP pass if cool. you want to go to the parties. Yeah. The VIP pass is 100 bucks even, uh, but that gets you into all the, f all the movies and the opening night party and the closing night party. And uh, I don't want to, you know, break my arm, patting myself on the back, but these parties are pretty lit. I, I, I have a funny feeling. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it looks like a good time. Uh, website? Yeah, uh, this is stupid. It's easiest just to find it on Facebook. Okay. I made the mistake. I have a, I have a website, and I'm going to say it here in a second. Okay. But I made the mistake of registering a website with punctuation in it. Okay. And yeah. nobody likes that. Like, nobody remembers that. <laughs> so the website is sick hyphen N hyphen wrong. And okay. that's N like the letter N. So yeah, yeah. sick hyphen N hyphen wrong dot com. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there'll, there'll, there'll be links in the show there'll notes like, to it. And just look on Facebook. on Facebook. Yeah, we're definitely on Facebook. All the events are on Facebook. Um, Facebook is probably the easiest way to find everything about it. Um, Facebook is also, like you said, where I released the full schedule this morning. Yeah, it looked cool. Yeah, I, I'm really excited about it. Yeah. Um, I put together a little graphic, which is less the, than a month. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Less than a month. Freaking I, you out. Yeah, I have I have a pretty long to do list still. <laughs> You'll um, be but fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah, I mean it's your fourth one, so you, you know how to do <laughs> yeah, you this. You think it would get easier? You can lose over your time, eyes closed. Right? <laughs> uh, there'll be links to the show notes and check it out. It, it is something that's just really cool. Oh, and I, if, if you have yeah. a second, I have a special deal for your listeners. Okay, Peter. Okay, anybody listening to Scotch and Good Conversation, or yeah. Well, anybody listening to this episode, anyway, okay. if you show up at the festival and give me the secret word. Which is? <laughs> Lagavulin. 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 You're going to have to tell me how to spell that. Yeah. It's a kind of scotch. Okay. Um, and, uh, I should know that's that. Why, yeah, yeah. Like it's all in the name. Man. <laughs> but if you show up to the fest and you say Lagavulin, I will give you a free ticket for each regular ticket you buy. Well, that's great. So that's, you can bring a date. You can bring a date, absolutely, because these are movies that need to be shared. Outstanding. That's Some a great deal. Tickets. Yeah, I, I, uh, um, I'll put that in the show notes. Can I put yeah. that in the show notes? Yeah, absolutely. Cool? You, can put it on the, on the, you can put it on the Facebook. And That'd be great. It's good for followers absolutely. of uh, Scotch and Good Conversation. That's, that's, that's really cool. Thank you very much. I appreciate yeah, no, that. Please, I'm happy to have. Number three, uh, two thing I know yes. about you is uh, being a film guy, movie guy. <laughs> uh, Both. Uh, also, also, well, this happens, and it's an ongoing theme, is people don't share a lot of, of their personal lives on, on the internet, and you don't do that too terribly <laughs> much. But you have checked into the NZN Theater 37 times since checked. you've been... <laughs> Goodness, 37 <laughs> times. And that's the times that you checked in. Like, I'm, I'm assuming you probably went a couple times and didn't, didn't, didn't check didn't in. Check it. Yeah, if I was embarrassed by what I was seeing, maybe. Yeah. No, <laughs> if you go on the NZN, they don't, they don't slack on films. They're, they're pretty that's good true. at what they that's do. That's true. They have a pretty solid programming lineup. I, yeah. I, if you don't, if, you, if you're in Orlando, and you don't know the NZN, you need to know the NZN. And if oh, you're yeah. coming to town, if you're coming to town to do something, check out the NZN Definitely. Theater. Describe the NZN. The NZN Theater is a, it's basically the only independent theater here in Orlando. I mean, I guess there are little holes in the wall somewhere, but anyway, I shouldn't say that. Anyway, the NZN is a, an, a, uh, an independent art house theater with a tremendous kitchen. And uh, it's great. It's out in Maitland. It's got a, a beautiful outdoor bar area called the the Eden Bar with like not light, not 
lots of nice foliage and trees and stuff. And then the inside is just a super comfortable theater where you can have a beer and some the best chicken fingers in Orlando. Yeah, they, they used to do a uh, uh, poutine, poutine, oh, yeah, poutine, disco fries. They, they used to call them <laughs> disco fries. They used I, to get that a lot. I got to confess, if any of the Enzian people are listening, I'm sorry, but I have a little beef. Uh oh! I got a tiny little beef back in 2002. When okay, I, well, I, you really hold a grudge. <laughs> they <laughs> 17 <had> years ago. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, that's how magnificent these things were. They had an appetizer. They were like Asian wonton nachos. Okay. And they had them back in 2002, 2003, and then I moved away, and I came back in 2007, and they weren't on the menu anymore. Uh oh! Things change. I, it's, it's frustrating. We're both bald, but we're things, bo- <laughs> things, things change. You know, you I can't, wish, yeah, I have you, to clean up my baldness every once in a while. Do you, uh, do you do you pick it down? <laughs> do you, do you, no, no, no. I just I what I have some clippers and okay. I just take the guard off. That's what oh, I did so this that's morning. what I do. But it, like, yeah. let me see your head. What, do I? Uh, have you're way better. Or anything? No, you're way better. Like <laughs> I did this. Uh, I think on Monday. Oh yeah, I just like seriously. I did this this morning. I was I wanted to be camera ready. You have for a better. This podcast. You, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you have a much better guard than uh, <laughs> a shaver than I do. Yeah, this one's specifically designed for heads. Maybe oh. that's the difference. It's like supposed to. You're sp- I don't know the, what it's called, but it's shaped so that you can hold it in the palm of your hand and do it yourself in the shower. Oh, okay, know? yeah. See, I, yeah. I, I just, mine's just like a buzzer and just, I, yeah, yeah. I do my I balls and my taint with it. <laughs> I, I, I do, I do pretty much everything. I'm a little, I'm a little unkempt at the moment. I didn't think my nether regions were going to end up on camera. Oh so uh, yeah. Well, we hardly ever do this with our pants off, <laughs> but uh, I, uh, I, I've, I haven't clipped anything that didn't need to be clipped. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. And and the only thing I do without a guard is my head. Yeah. yeah. And, and then I have to have my wife come in and, and check. Yeah, no, yeah. I do the same thing to Jen. I, you know, do I have fuzzy patches or something? Your, um, your head looks really pretty, man. <laughs> well, thank you. I it's really, you know, I try. You're, you're winning the, like the bald the head guy in this competition. <laughs> I, and uh, speaking of hair, thing number three I know about you is uh, back in high school, oh, I want to say that this y- you had some really long braids. I, uh, what the fuck was uh, that? The braids. Okay, the braids were for one night. So I had up until I was from about 12 to about 20, uh-huh. I had hair basically down to my ass crack. Okay. Um, I was a metalhead for a while, a long while, and then a goth for a while. Okay. And the whole time the, the hair just stuck. So the picture that you're talking about was for prom. Okay. And you had a hat? I had, I had a big yeah. floppy top hat. Yeah. I had a... I had a um, um, a boutonniere with a little plushy cowl attached to it. Nice. I, 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 I didn't even notice. Eyeliner. Yeah, I didn't even notice the, the boutonniere. I, I couldn't get past the, the, the braided. <laughs> the braids. Yeah, the braids took forever. I didn't do them. I didn't do them. My sister and my mother did them. Wow. And uh, I, I don't know if they're listening to this, but they were uneven as shit. Oh, um, man. But that's okay. That was the whole point. Like, I, it was fine. I was doing a You're thing. You're pushing the envelope <laughs> of formal wear. Yeah, I got... Uh, there was a hassle too. Like they didn't want to let me in because my I was wearing shorts. I was wearing like black um, slack shorts, you know, and they didn't want to let me in because I wanted to show off my big, tall, dark Martin boots. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> you have like eighteen holes. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, of course. <laughs> it's the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the, the I oh my god, what Go. a rough night. I was like my date. Is, is one of the most amazing people. She's the sweetest heart in the world, and I was just a complete shit to her. Uh, sorry, Shelby. Um, but a, it's Peter's you, fault for bringing it back up. You so, used to, well, yeah, it was recently on your Facebook. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not like you're hiding Facebook, this. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't go like interviewing my. Well, I tried to go back. Like you, for someone who doesn't share a lot on your Facebook, you use it a lot for yeah. the thing you. That's what I do. I use it for the thing that I'm doing. No, that's you're right. Like I was on Facebook um, originally to be 
you know, the oversharing person that most yeah, people yeah. Stay. But And I quit Facebook. I deleted. I didn't just deactivate. I just straight up deleted my Facebook for probably four years. Good for you. But then I started the festival. You need it. And to, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I jumped back on and I've been, you know, over the last uh, four or five years, I've been slowly but surely becoming more and more personable again on Facebook. Yeah, um, it's, it's part of life, unfortunately. Like I just got my name showed up. Uh, I got a movie of mine that just got accepted to a big genre festival up in uh, the D.C. area. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And they posted the full lineup with everybody's names. And ever since that happened, I've been getting wave after wave of friend requests. Yeah, it's from, weird, right? Yeah. When people request you and you have no idea who they are. <laughs> I have are. no idea who they are, but I look at the connections and I'm like, okay, well, you know this guy and I know this guy. That sounds good. But that makes me more reticent about posting, hey, my I woke up and my balls were surprisingly itchy today. So you, you just know? come on a podcast and talk That's about what, it. Exactly, yeah, because exactly. I don't have to look at I don't have to like, <laughs> you guys don't get to click like. If you're listening to this right now going, oh my God, his I, balls are itchy. What kind he's of got itchy person? balls, bald head, itchy balls. <laughs> Uh, real quick, without thinking that, well, overthinking this, uh, top three bands, singers, songwriters, or musical performers in your world right now sitting here in Red Light Road, like, go. Tool, Mastodon, Tom Waits. Wow, you didn't even, like, slow down on that. I, personally, I think, um, and, uh, you know, every time, because one of my questions for you, we're going to circle right, back I, around I don't want to this. Wanna know. Um, Not yet. No, I, yeah, yeah. People will dodge whenever you ask them about favorite stuff. Yeah, I know. They, they will say, oh, but it changes, or oh, there's so many, I just can't pick. And I think that is shows a weakness of character. <laughs> I way to shit on everybody. <laughs> yeah, fuck all y'all. Uh, oh, can I? Okay. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, the way I see it, like, yeah, your favorites change. Yeah. Right? They, they change from, sometimes they change from minute to minute, right? Uh -huh. Like sometimes you're in the middle of watching a movie and this is your favorite movie and they ever, and then as soon as it's over, you're like, you know, that wasn't that great. But if you can't, identify it at any particular moment in time, then I just don't feel like you're trying hard enough. Yeah, I get it. I'll accept that. You don't have to put the asterisk on and say, well, maybe next week I'll remember a different movie. And, 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 and that's, that's also why I say right now, as yeah, right, you're, this, as you're sitting question. here. That's a great, that well, was a great way to phrase it. Uh, the top three books, go. Cryptonomicon by Neil Stevenson. All right. uh, this book is full of... Did he write Snow Crash? He did write Snow Crash. All Snow right. Crash wow, really you're the like second person who's brought one of his books. I mean, that's Snow so, Crash is the only book I've ever, ever read. The Snow Crash is really good. If you're only going to read one of his, Snow Crash is a good one. It's the it's like probably the pulpiest one of yeah, his. Yeah. Got um, samurais in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. The guy who practices his katana with rebar and then accidentally takes somebody's head off because he's too strong with it. That's one of the things. That I was remember. really ahead of its time too. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. that was 90s. That was, yeah, it was like early 90s and uh, saw a lot of stuff come in. He also, Stevenson, he approached the whole idea of cyberspace in kind of a much smarter way, I think, than a lot of other people. Like there's a scene where two people are racing in cyberspace. Yeah. And Neil Stevenson looked at that idea and said, well, that's a stupid idea because they're both representation. They're both represented by electrons and electrons aren't going to move faster or slower. Oh, yeah, so yeah. like in other movies like Hackers, there's a chase scene, people running through the cyberspace and hackers. And you're like, this doesn't make any sense. But in Stevenson's book, he's like, okay, well, neither one's going to beat the other. They're just going to run at the same speed until they give up. You know? I don't remember any of this. That's all right. It's, it's, it's fine. It's a, I don't think I finished that book, book. Now that I think about it, I know <laughs> I, I read, like it's, it's on my phone and I know it, like it's, it's around. I think I got about three quarters of the way through it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I was like, I thought I finished it, but I know, I know that book and I've read some of it. I'll say that. So cryptonomicon was okay. the, like we just talked about snow crash for 40 minutes, but cryptonomicon was the one that I picked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, then next is a book called, this is a legit title. Okay. Uh, this book is so, is full of spiders. Seriously, dude, don't touch it. Okay. It's by a guy who writes under the name David Wong, but his real name is Jason Pargin. It's it's a he's an internet writer. He's he's really really smart and bitter and hilarious. Um, 
and this is the second in a, in a series, but you don't have to read the first uh, to get this. It's just, it's a really good book. Um, I guess it's in like a, like if Lovecraft had been in a frat, okay. right? It's like okay. that mix of really, um, really well thought out cosmic horror plus dick jokes. Nice. It's, it's fantastic. It's one of my favorite books. Um, and then number three, you know what is on my mind at the moment is Bridge to Terabithia. I don't know what that is either. You don't know? Okay, oh. so it was a kid's book, and I didn't read it as a child. I didn't read it until I was an adult, and it's, it's really short. Uh, if you read it as an adult, I read it in a morning before I went to work. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's pretty short. It's not like, oh, the places you'll go short. It's got, yeah. It doesn't have pictures and stuff. It's yeah, got, yeah. Oh, maybe it does <laughs> have <laughs> Everybody gets that when they graduate <laughs> high school. Yeah. Oh, God. I didn't. I, I got a truck instead. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> you, you fancy <laughs> <Sorry>. boy. Look, <laughs> uh, well, that was a fucking book. <laughs> So I, I read uh, uh, Bridge to Terabithia one morning before work, and I was a fucking wreck that day. I don't know how they give this to kids. Like, it's about kids. It's about these two children, and one of them's kind of weird, and um, that's kind of the whole point is, you know, I, I don't know. Just because somebody seems weird doesn't necessarily mean they're awful people. Or I, I feel like uh, my wife made me read uh, Where the Red Fern Grows. I never read that. It's about a dead dog. Yeah, that's, I I, I she that. didn't warn me on this. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I, it was long before, like, when we first started dating, yeah. and I wanted to, to have day. sex with her. So. <laughs> and this was your barrier to entry? It's like you no, no, no. Okay. I, we already had sex. I just oh, wanted okay. more sex. So uh, I, uh, uh, I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll read this book. It was look short. Did you have to write a report or something? No, or no. no it, it was. You had to convincingly talk about it, though, like prove that you read it? No, I read it, like, unlike Snow Crash, apparently. Like Snow <laughs> I did read it. I knew the dog died. <laughs> but that's all I remember. Like, you know, But it's that sort of a kid's book, kind yeah, of, a little yeah. bit. And yeah, it, and spoiler alert. What are we doing to our children? Bridge to Terabithia, the, the, the girl dies. And oh, like, man. That's. That's why I was so fucked up. Like, I had a horrible day at work. I, I just didn't want to yeah. take... Well, I never wanted to take the phone calls anyway. But uh, <laughs> it was just a tough day. Uh, and I don't... Like, I guess I would have been cushioned against it if I had read this book as a child like yeah, everybody yeah. else did. But um, it's funny about where, where the Red Fern grows. It's one of those things in pop culture where literally the first thing I knew about that story was that the dog died. Oh. Like, I didn't know anything else about that story for probably decades, but for, you know, from the age of, like, 10 to 25, I knew, oh, this is, that's the book where the dog So, dies. apparently, as kids, like, before there were spoiler alerts, we didn't know about <laughs> spoiler alerts. Yeah, yeah, there are no. no book spoiler alerts. <laughs> yeah, there's nobody, hey, there's man, nobody the trying to protect dies. you. And then the dog dies. Bilbo gets his finger <laughs> cut off. Uh, <laughs> and this, this one's important. Top three, okay. top three films. Top three films. Movies. Okay. Robocop. Okay, but that's a weird one. What? <laughs> Robocop, uh, 1987. Yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah, 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 I, not, I was no, there. Not the 2014. Yeah. No, Robo, Robocop is amazing. Yeah, okay. I, uh, <laughs> oh, you know God. more about All movies right. than I do. All right, this yeah. is over. I'm walking. <laughs> I just dropped the mic. And just, <laughs> Robocop, okay. Robocop. Second up is Mandy. Okay. Did you see that one? Uh, maybe. What's that about? It's, uh, it's, it's about a guy whose wife is uh, abducted and m murdered by a cult. Okay. And so he goes after them. Sounds fun. Yeah. Oh, it's delightful. A lot of, a lot of violence. Oh, yes. I, yes. I, I'm but going, yeah. It's, it's a, I gotta, like, if anybody doesn't know anything about this movie and is going into it, I gotta kind of warn you. It's made by a, a filmmaker named Panos Cosmatos, and he has a style. He's only made two features so far. It's a very particular kind of style, and you might not be into it. It is glacially slow is probably the first characteristic. Um, uh -oh. It's the kind of movie where, like, like don't 
you know, go in having too much caffeine or something like that. Because yeah, you'll fall everything asleep. takes so long in this movie. It's it's more of like a like a shroom movie than a. Does than it a speed pick up movie? at the end and all hell breaks loose? I guess. Because I almost walked out on Drive. Did you? I, I almost oh, walked out too. on Drive. Yeah, I love Drive. I, 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 I love and drive. It, it, I was like, whoa! whoa it's what? another one of those, and it's an age old story. But Drive was one of those movies where the it was packaged so poorly yeah like you make they make it think it's gonna be like a fast and furious movie or something like no. that and it's definitely not yeah it is introspective and meandering and albert brooks and and albert brooks and he's so good in that i know though. right you don't see him being so that because he, he's just yeah. a terrible human being <laughs> Real scumbag. Like, yeah yeah have you seen as good as it gets uh it's been a long time with uh uh jack nicholson oh, right no no uh, not as uh not uh, as good as it gets uh, that that is that's the right <laughs> that one uh albert brooks film um Defend, defending your life no i did not see that one yeah that, that's i think it's albert brooks mm-hmm. i'm 99 percent sure it's albert brooks because he he plays uh uh it's him and merle streep I oh, can't, okay yeah that that's you should check that defending out defending your life yeah. i assume it's not like a straw dog style like man against no, Mom. no, it, he he uh he dies, and instead of when spoiler. you spoiler when yeah <laughs> he got hit by a bus literally, <laughs> uh, um which is fun, which is funny, <laughs> uh, uh, and instead of going to heaven or hell, he goes to this place where you have to defend your life, and oh. either you go to heaven or yeah. it's not necessarily referred to as heaven, or yeah. you go back to earth to learn more, and, and try to become a better. Whatever, whatever it is you, you are, are. Yeah. I, and I'm 98. Yeah. There's somebody who looks like Albert Brooks, so I, who I, I always get those two confused. <laughs> are there two people. Is there another person that looks like? Well, Albert it's kind of like that 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 dude who was in a um, the movie about Facebook. Oh, oh, like Jesse Eisenberg and versus, the other dude. Um, oh God, yeah, I know, I know. Why am I? I, I can't figure out if if. Uh, Michael Sarah, that's it. Yeah, the, yeah those two Michael kids. Sarah. Yeah, whether they're different people, right? Yeah, well, <laughs> apparently in my head at least, there, there's there's two Albert Brooks or just one well, Albert just Brooks. One Albert. I'm not sure, but we don't we don't look that's things up. Like, like Albert Brooks or like Sidney Poitier, and you're just messing it up really bad. Did I ask you movies? Uh, I got you got through two. I got okay. through two. Oh yeah, yeah RoboCop and Ed Mandy. Oh yeah, the Mandy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for number three, I'm gonna go and uh, I, I hate to reuse any kind of sci-fi premise, but uh, Manborg. What is that? Manborg. Manborg. Sounds like Robocop. It's, well, it's, mm, eh, I guess that's a good starting off point, but it is very, very different from, it's a hard movie to kind of sell you on because it's a movie uh, about. Man cyborg? A a cyborg. So far it sounds easy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, except it's made by a collective, uh, a Canadian filmmaking collective called Astron 6. Of course. And they have a voice uh, collectively a, a, a comedic voice that is just unlike anything I've ever seen in my life. Manborg is a movie about a far uh, a, a dead soldier being resurrected as a Manborg. Okay. Um, in the far future, uh, joining other captives in a futuristic prison to try to overthrow the robot. Um, Believe it or not, I think demon. I might have seen this. This movie is fantastic. I it think is, I might have saw it, it a long time amazing. ago. I, like, what year did it come out? 2011. Okay, that, that that qualifies as a long time ago. <laughs> if not, in my head, it was just like the Albert Brooks, was, yeah. other person. <laughs> so it's like if it's before 2000, yeah, it's all the same year. It's like okay. it doesn't matter if it was, you know, uh, <laughs> is that Wizard how your life of, works? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, anything uh, before Matrix 2000. or yeah. Wizard of Oz, the same year. It doesn't matter. It's before 2000. All right, you were assigned a task to come at me with three questions. Yes. Now it's your chance to ask me the first and only the first of only those three questions. Well, I have a pre-question for the first question. Okay, that's fine. Right? Well, this doesn't count. Like this isn't one of the questions. But do you know? It's my fucking How? podcast. Listen. I'll tell you if it counts. 
<laughs> no, no, okay, do you, go. Do you know how the Star Trek transporters work? Like so if you don't, on a scientific a quick, no, level? no, 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 no. But this this is important to uh, to understand okay. the question I'm about to ask you. This is important. The way the Star Trek transporter works in canon. This is this is official Star Trek position. This isn't just a fan. Theory. I know the guy with the blue je- blue right. shirt always oh, dies. <laughs> no, red shirt. Red, red shirt, shirt dies. Red shirt. Okay. So what the transporter does is it scans you down to your molecules, right? Okay. It says it makes a little map of you. Okay. Right, and then. It fucking disintegrates you. Uh huh, and then rearranges you. No, you, no, no. It rearranges a copy of you from that map down on the surface of the planet or whatever. It uses okay. local elements, local molecules, and builds a new you down on the planet. I like how passionate, as if this is this real. This is so frustrating to me. Okay. I don't know why more people aren't angry about this. Okay. This is infuriating. I, I watched a lot of Star Trek, wasn't aware of this. Every single time somebody went through the transporter, uh-huh. they died. Yeah. And yeah. then a, basically a clone was made of them. Okay. Uh, perfectly identical, all the same personality and memories. And all that crap but the person who stepped on the transporter had their molecules broken apart and yeah. and, and yeah. dispersed okay. okay so here's my question to you okay peter yes <laughs> in your house uh-huh. you have a transporter okay right? but it's it's a very specific it doesn't go near that thing oh that's the question right <laughs> but my, wait let me set it up let me set it up. all it does is take you from the living room to the kitchen for instance right? oh, that's, that's all it does. just no, it's lazy but Every time you use it to go to the living room, the kitchen, or the kitchen living room, every time you use it, $1,000 gets added to your bank account. That's a good question. I, st- I don't think I'd, st- I'd still... I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah. go anywhere fucking first, near First it. of all, my kitchen is really close to my living room. <laughs> I'd just be really fucking lazy. And they're both hot right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you don't want to be in any either of them right I don't now. Wanna, that's why we're at red light. I, uh, I asked this question of some friends of mine, and we had a hours-long fight about this yeah because i have a friend who uh, said uh yeah sure i'd take it all i'd do it 20 times a day it's a thousand dollars every time you do it yeah but n- no you're not you can make that your job and it, I mean, it didn't seem to harm anybody in star trek except the guy in the, in the red shirt <laughs> but, hey. but they're not like when you're looking at kirk yeah that's not Kirk. That's the 900th iteration of Kirk. So That's Kirk version 900. He's, so if I die on a planet, apparently mm-hmm. you can't put me back together on the ship. This is another thing that makes no sense because they have the map of you. Yeah, they, you can put they, me back together. That's, just that's not me. Together. Why don't they do that? Yeah, it's, I don't know. We found a flaw it, in, well, in a it's show just full the one. of fucking flaws. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like Harry Potter. Why yeah, does trouble anybody, with dribbles apparently does, is, is not it, that and this. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ask you some questions yeah, now. Sure. And I threw this up on the uh, Scotch and Good Conversations okay. group, and you actually answered it, uh, so you know what <laughs> this is. I'll defend my answer. Um, what would it be like? What, what's life like for a bug that gets stuck in the oh. car and then uh, travels around the car and winds up someplace totally different than where they started? Oh my God! It's got to be like an alien abduction or something, right? It, Only you don't end up back where you started. It's got to be confusing. I know, like we drove to Asheville recently, mm-hmm. and this damn fly was in the back of the car, <laughs> and totally different temperature. Like it was hot yeah, yeah. here, and yeah. it, it, and it was cold there and then when you get to where you're going you get out and you have this like awareness that you're in a different place now and you can go back to your where you started but this fly who lives in 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 front of your house just got into this car hold that thought i'm gonna go to the bathroom all right we're back i i don't poop and put i don't i don't poop in public and I'm so glad we're at red light, red light, because their bathrooms are really clean. Yeah, and, yeah, I, and, and I just pooped in public. You proud of me? They, I'm very proud of you. Thank they, you. Well, I mean, they haven't opened yet, so it wasn't like somebody was going to walk in on you unless it was me. No, yeah, it's roomy. There's a sink in there. There's a baby changing table in there, which I can't figure out. Very nice. Like if, if I had a baby, I'd bring it here to, bring to, it to change, light, to light, change yeah. its diapers every single time. <laughs> it's very spacious in that stall. 
Well, that's good to know because listen, I I sometimes choose where I go drinking based on what the toilets are like. Yeah, and if you need to change a baby, I, I have a baby with me. I mean, it's gonna have to be changed at some point. Yeah, I'm you sure. probably don't want to go in there right now. Oh, you but, got it. But huh? if you need to go in there later, like, <laughs> but I could leave the baby in there for a while. Yeah, I think that's. Right, I, think I think it's think, it's right. like it's it's away from the toilet, so it yeah. couldn't roll in. Couldn't roll. <laughs> it's, it's nice in there. <laughs> I've had apartments that are smaller than that. <laughs> so uh, I washed my hands. Good, good. Yeah, call. I, I'm over out here on this side of the table. Yeah, so. I, yeah. Well, we might fist bump later, but I, I did. I did wash my oh, hands. Can I? Can I point out how awful handshaking is? It is pretty terrible. It's terrible. I, can we just? Can we make fist bumping the the new thing? Like like. People only seem to do it ironically these days or no, in mockery, I, but I would I, I would just much rather fist bump than shake a hand. Yeah, I, I uh I, I think the fist bump is is the the new thing. There was the this thing, thing for a little while. Shoulder or elbow yeah, the touch. Elbow thing. No, no, this I like this. There was uh, and I really thought this was going to catch on, mm -hmm. and maybe it's just I'm slow with technology and, 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 and yes, that's it. No, <laughs> <laughs> nose is that no nose, <laughs> nose, nose is, yeah, I yeah, love yeah. it. Um, no, it was this thing where you would touch each other's phone together and all oh, your information right, would go right, right in. Bounce back. Yeah, yeah. It's like a digital, like all you had to do is touch. And yeah. like the only person that I ever did it with was Matt Duke, who owns the Nook. Like, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah I, know. I, I, I actually saw you there on the 4th of I July. Was there. Oh, and, that's right. And I was in the you back. Were there and, like an hour after yeah, yeah, I left yeah. Or something like no, that. no, I saw you, but you guys were just bouncing out the door. And, and we, I think oh. we've talked once or twice, but I didn't want to yeah. ruin any, any of this with getting to know <laughs> you really well. <laughs> And I really wasn't feeling yeah, very like, social. Like to come in, um, yeah, come my in stomach was really upset. I just actually made it feel yeah. better. <laughs> so we. Yeah, I, I appreciate those burgers, but I had a, that they were doing at the Nook that day yeah, yeah. for July Fourth, but uh, they didn't stay in me very long. No, so it, while we're while we're look, revealing our the, the Nook's bathroom is also very nice, but no baby it's changing table. A little warm. All, all, all my uh, warm. my sponsors mm -hmm. have really great bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> there was the first time I went in the Nook. They had uh, went in the Nook's bathroom. They had some dolls that would watch you while you peed yeah it's it's um, an ongoing thing of art in there yeah yeah, yeah. I, I like did you were you there for the, missed the dolls were the uh, for the handmade paper towel dispenser no they, they, <laughs> they went through someone like tore down the paper down, yeah, towel yeah. dispenser so they thought they could make one okay that was very short-lived <laughs> I, I liked it a lot it, it it worked probably more efficiently than most uh, men's room paper towel dispensers yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, the nook really does have a surprisingly clean bathroom <laughs> yes, yes. Cause, cause especially since there's like only one and yeah um, yeah, yeah it's, it's i mean i know those guys a little yeah. bit they're they're both clean guys yeah oh speaking of the nook yeah um i'm doing a thing there when august 1st okay which we can is put, we'll put that in the show notes yeah i'm yeah. doing i'm doing a uh, kind of a sort of a greatest hits retrospective of sick and wrong movies i'm just going to show a couple of shorts from previous years um, just to get an idea, give people an idea what the festival's about. That's smart. I I, I, I love those kids. Like it really nook. is. It is like an art, like a piece of art. Like yeah. they're always trying something new yeah. and, and weird and yeah, wonderful. A and game it, for stuff. And know. it works ninety seven percent of the time. <laughs> and if it doesn't work, then they're like, "Oh, we won't do that again." I, I remember having um, ice cream beer floats there. That sounds about right. And uh, they were delicious, and they were a god awful mess. And I felt so bad for Danny <laughs> because every time they put the ice cream in the beer, it would just foam up and and beer foam would fly everywhere and i'm like you're gonna have to wipe up all this <laughs> sticky sweet i know matt mess. a little bit and matt likes to clean no, like, does he? Yeah. <laughs> have you ever watched matt behind the bar he's constantly cleaning he's a cleaner yeah, yeah he's he's uh he's that guy yeah yeah, yeah so <laughs> it, it works out really perfectly because i knew him long before he was a barman and uh i was like this really suits you <laughs> and now i always drink beer around him and he wasn't really a beer guy yeah and now he has an educated opinion on beer. I like that. Like, so you're like, listen, man, I knew you when. All right. So. But anyway, so so a fly gets in a car and oh, winds, yeah. up, winds up in Des Moines. Yeah, it's like being uh, yeah. like uh, forced relocation or something. I think so. 
I'm not trying to like equate what happens to a fly that wanders in your car with like what happened to the Native Americans when you know, the Europeans no, it's showed not up. Those like, yeah, for, for flies. Not exactly. <laughs> oh boy! All right. Well, <laughs> so, you, do, do you think they get out and go? Where the fuck, the fuck am I? I don't know. Like their brains are so like tiny? literally tiny. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like, like pinpoint. But they're small too. But yeah. I, 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 I mean, uh, somehow it's not as sad. Like if. If you you do it with a fly, then if you do it with like a kitty, yeah, oh that'd, yeah. that'd be pretty brutal. Yeah. I don't really like kitties though. You, you a cat like person? Uh, so I don't hate cats, but I'm not uh, like a dog would be f- way more sad. Dogs would make yeah, that'd be way more sad. But they would they would walk home and they they always find you. They that, do, the and then they dogs. come back with those big droopy eyes, and you yeah. just you should feel like a piece of shit. Well, you, they're you better know. than us. They quest, are. Quest, we, don't, we don't deserve dogs. Quest number two for you. Uh, mm-hmm. How long do you think you're gonna live? <laughs> so morbid. Wow. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing is people aren't dying like they used to. Uh, obviously, I mean, that's that's that in itself. Like, it's been theorized that the first person to live to 150 has already been born. Oh, that's crazy. I don't want to live to 150. No? no. God, dude. I, there's a, a, like, there's a futurist named Ray Kurzweil. Mm-hmm. And he says... And this quote's a couple years old. So I feel I'm, so much better. Thank you for letting me take a break. I was sweating. I was I was over here like, oh God, I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> I'm just glad you went off mic to do that. You like have, we didn't just try I to keep it running. Done, like, you know? I have a really long quote at home. I just get a lab or something. So uh, you were saying I'm sorry. Oh yeah, Ray Kurzweil. He's a futurist, and I don't really know what that means. I think it just means that like he fantasizes a lot. But anyway, he said a couple years ago that if you could live say about 35 more years okay then you'd be immortal because technology is going to reach because the the reason we die the reason cell decay occurs is this thing called telomeres Mm -hmm. uh and it's just a it's a it's a piece of your genetic code and every time one of your cells regenerates a little tiny tip of the telomere breaks off oh that's sad and that's where the decay comes from that's how that's how everything weakens and you're you end up uh, with dementia and broken, you know, osteoporosis or whatever. So he says that we're going to figure this out. Okay. We're going to fix this. We're going to make it so our telomeres don't break anymore. And once you fix that, everybody's pretty much immortal. I mean, you can still die in a car wreck. I don't want to be shot. immoral at 85. Dude, what, I, well, okay. So I want to be immoral at 25. Right, right. How big is the leap between making you immortal and restoring you to your prime? It can't be that far, right? Once you get to the point where you've conquered decay and death i guess i'd like hair that'd be nice <laughs> yeah i'll take you know what i don't want the hair back i really? think about it no you, you rocked all the hair also what, didn't you like because I, 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 I did all so the hairstyles i did uh yeah i had the long hair uh i did mohawks for a while i did this weird flock of seagulls thing that i didn't actually ask for but i was in you belgium had a flock and seagulls the flock of seagulls accident yes i oh, did right. i went into i was living in belgium and i went into a, a that already hairstylist uh-huh. yeah i spent a couple years there as a kid and I don't think the hairdresser spoke any English. So okay. I was trying to get that thing where you shave the sides of the head, right? Yeah, yeah, the bono. And uh, yeah, when I walked out of there, I was, yeah, I was like 13 years old. So I was like trying to stifle my tears and I couldn't say anything. Because when I walked out of there, on one half of the face, I had the emo drape, right? Okay. Where yeah, half yeah. the face was covered by the hair hanging down. And then on the other half of the face, he had cut it all the way up here. So I had these like one inch bangs at the very top of my head and it's like hat split right down in half. Uh-huh. I don't know if he was doing some kind of like conceptual art piece or just something just like that. Experimenting on yeah, your I head. Yeah, I was stuck with that for like my high school pictures. And, uh, nice. Um, but now like when my hair gets a quarter of an inch long, it feels too heavy. It feels too hot. <laughs> so I live do you in have Florida. a full head of hair? 
Uh, no, no. Okay, you're, it's, you're, it's, you're like me. It's back. Like, yeah. Okay. I, it's not the it's not the the widow's peak that that upset me. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't mind rocking that, but it's the thinning right here. Yeah. No, I get you know, that. The little fuzzy. Yeah, I couldn't take that anymore. Jen's mad at me. She wishes I had hair. She. I'm. I'm no longer like her ideal mate has long flowing hair. He's her ideal mate is a romance cover Fabio. model. Yeah, Fabio. But like an ethnic Fabio, like a like a, a Latino Fabio. That's be that'd be her thing. You're a really good looking dude, but you're, you're not a you're, <laughs> I'm you're not, not a, a, not a, a Latino Fabio. Fabio. Yeah, that's not true. <laughs> uh, question number three for you. Uh, you didn't ask my question. How long do you think you're gonna live? You think oh, you're gonna yeah. live forever? Well, you, no, you're if I could just make it to thirty five. Like I, okay. you know, I'm on these stupid. Like I used to fantasize, you know, I uh, about um, like being able to just one day say, you know what, I'm kind of tired of society. I'm going to go live in the woods and be a mountain man or something okay. like that. And that's why I was afraid to like start any kind of maintenance medication or something like that or start drinking coffee because I, I get a real bad caffeine withdrawal if I don't drink coffee. And if, you know, I don't want those, I didn't want those concerns weighing on me. I wanted to be able to just bolt at any moment. But it's just, it's stupid. Like once you hit 40, you're like, okay, this is, this is dumb. I'm going to be a part of society. There's no running out into the woods i'm supposed to do that <laughs> can you picture your, like do you take daily medication i take a fistful of pills every morning and then nah, I don't no, do you don't do any of that no i'm, yeah. I'm just gonna wait till my bone or my dick doesn't work and then i'm just ending it all <laughs> just <laughs> that's the sign right once yeah like, dd's got a gun like the, the moment <laughs> that my dick doesn't work it's cap it's over Boom, yeah. right on the back mm. of the head just <laughs> kiss me and move on with life a uh, question number three for you um what do you do to get excited enough to dedicate most of your days to? Wait, how do I ramp myself up? Or what, what is the thing that I dedicate my days to? What do you do to get do excited to enough get excited? to dedicate most of your day to? What do I do? I, well, most of my day, and I, I, I doubt very seriously that my boss is listening to this, but most of my day <laughs> I spend uh, working on festival stuff. Because okay. like, my job is very, very low responsibility very low nice. stress yeah. yeah it's miserable but um so i the fest i gotta tell you man i don't know the festival i've made movies and i love making movies if i could make movies all the time i think it'd be pretty uh awesome but it's just not really feasible you got you one know. in the can right i do i do the, the, I, the kids say that uh, is that a movie thing like in the can I, I don't know that I'm the guy who can tell you what the kids are saying. I feel like I'm a night like I feel like a, like I, I live in early Hollywood. I mean, yeah, we got yeah. one in the can. I call it in the can. I still, you know, I'll mention the martini shot on the last day. Even what though, is that? Oh, it's the last shot of a film shoot. Oh, nice. I call it the martini shot. Why? Oh, I shouldn't have told you. Now I'm gonna get like some dudes in shadows are gonna come out and punish me for letting you in on the lingo oh man well we, we say but we say in the can in the podcast industry in the can okay yeah, yeah. Oh, and so, well, literally there's no can whatsoever we don't talking about film and and, and like, there's no film yeah, there's, there's no, no can. there's no there's everything no lives on that teeny yeah. desk right there <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's like 15 so episodes of this tiny. podcast on that teeny yeah, little yeah, desk like right a micro there. sd is that what it, yeah micro it's insane things are i think i'm gonna I, I feel like i would i could accidentally swallow that oh no i i thought about like if something happens i'm gonna swallow it yeah. <laughs> I don't know what, what could possibly would probably survive. The what trip, could possibly you know, happen? You, just, you should have seen what I did in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> it, it would definitely have been water soaked. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to leave that in. Your second question to me, please. My second question to you. No, I did this. Which, well, no. Anyway, the first one was a transporter question. Okay, yeah, yeah. so second question. All right, you get a superpower, but okay. but there's rules. It 
can't, it has to be trivial, which means like you can't save the world or get rich and famous on it. Like, okay. like for an example, and I'll give you mine in a minute, but my example, Jen said, when I asked her this the first time, she said she would have the supernatural ability to always quickly find a close parking spot. It's a good one. So it's a nice little superpower. Like you can't change the world with it, Yeah. but it'd be a good little boost. Now my original answer when I first came up with the question was, I would want every dog to immediately fall in love with me. Oh, that's a good one too. Yeah. Yeah. It might be difficult at the airport, like when the canine just jumps up and starts. Oh yeah, we get you in trouble. <laughs> that might get me in trouble. So I've changed my answer. I don't system. have anything on me, I swear. <laughs> I promise, it's just dogs just really like it. So what about you? It's gotta be tiny, nice little. I'd like to be able to find my glasses. Yeah, okay. That'd be, that'd be my superpower. Like not have, not, not need them. But no, but like when I'm looking, <laughs> when, when I'm looking for them, I'd like to be able to find them. That's solid. That's a good one. I mean, because normally when I'm looking for them, I don't have my glasses on, and I, I can't find the know, damn things I, anywhere. You made me think of this earlier, but you're reminding me of the the kind of um, insanity of Harry Potter, the Harry Potter universe. Okay, because they have magic to fix your glasses. There's a whole scene of that in the first movie, and yet nobody's bothered to use magic to fix the eyes. Oh yeah, good point. So like you're requesting a superpower that would let you find your glasses whenever you lose them. I, I'm not. And rather have that than just have perfect vision. Isn't Harry's glasses always screwed up anyway? Yeah, well, I, I Wait, don't They fix them. I, I, I fix them like, she, what's her name? Hermione waved her wand when they were on the train. How do you, listen. I don't, I'm not really into the <laughs> Harry Potter. I, I am not either. I read one book for an ex-girlfriend. Um, That's weird that you've had girlfriends in the Harry Potter like since it's been around, it I know it's been around be for a long old, time, right? Like I've been with Jen for ten years. I know you guys, you guys Good like God. an old married couple. We're an old married couple, and yet still, my girlfriend before her, I I shouldn't divulge this, but I was ten years celibate before I did, Jen and I, I got together. I did four, four where I didn't yeah. do anybody. Yeah, you except myself. It's, I can't. Oh yeah, Giggity. well, yeah. Uh, yeah, that never stopped. Never <laughs> from I was a late bloomer. It was I was thirteen before the first time, and it just never stopped since then. So. Yeah, I, um, I did four without a girlfriend. Four, yeah, and then I went. I, I went. I, I went a little nuts, like yeah. for like a year and a half. I, I, I. But oh yeah, I was. I got tested, so apparently I, I walked out of that uh, without any oh. bad diseases no, or not any, any rough ones. Yeah. Hey, by the way, fifty uh, percent of adult humans have herpes. I, I figured. I feel like I've yeah. heard that. It's, that it's not, I don't have it. I don't, okay. I don't think, but right. like the, the reason that we think it's so awful. <laughs> you don't think. I don't think. <laughs> no, I got. I'm fairly uh, sure yeah. I don't. Do, Jen, do I have, never mind. Um, the, there's a, a pharmaceutical, I think it was Pfizer actually yeah. uh, came up with a, a, a treatment to kind of reduce the outbreaks. That's nice. But at the time that they came up with it, nobody gave a shit about herpes. They just thought it was like a cold sore. Like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, it is. That's all it is. But yeah. nobody nobody was upset about it. Like, nobody wouldn't fuck you because last week you had herpes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Pfizer created this new drug that nobody cared about, so they funneled millions of dollars into publicity and ad campaigns to make everybody horrified of herpes. Okay. And now herpes, which was a thing that half of all people have, was now disgusting and awful and that's why everybody hates herpes now but i mean it's like it's you have a cold sore inside of your mouth it goes away in a couple of you days you feel like it's thing. just bad pr like it's first of all the name herpes is pretty gross <laughs> well it's uh what it, um better branding better brand yeah we need to get that's what we need is we need a lobbying group for herpes like justice for herpes that's justice what we need. for herpes yeah. yeah i mean again ladies i still don't have herpes i'm pretty sure mps 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 sounds even worse <laughs> uh, here's a commercial ta-da the readers of the orlando weekly have done it again they voted 
Orlando Meats as best burger, best sandwich, best place to buy meat, and best local chef. And they really are the best. They're the best at all those things. If you've been, you know. If you haven't been, you need to check them out. They are located at 728 Virginia Drive, but there's something else that they're really good at. Wood Fire Pizza. Downtown in the Orange County Brewers Building, they're doing beautiful, handmade wood fire pizza from the ground up building exciting pizzas with a commitment to sourcing the best ingredients wood fired aside some really really good beers it is recess pizza downtown in orlando meets tell them you heard about them on scotch and good conversation I, I often wonder, uh, nobody's complained, but like we literally just had a whole discussion on herpes, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and then I advertised them. And then advertised, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this part of the show is brought to you by Compass Box Whiskey. It's nothing like herpes. It's much <laughs> better. Like, it's, it's the complete opposite of herpes. Seriously, it, it's dynamite scotch. And uh, if you haven't had it, check it out. Go to a liquor store and just look at the bottles and pick your favorite one, because they're all incredibly handsome, and you're not going to go wrong. Compass Box Whiskey's... Like, uh, if your liquor store doesn't have it, ask for it. And if you go to a bar and they don't have it, go to a different bar because it's worth it. And your button guy. He makes my buttons for the podcast. If you need buttons for your film festival yeah. or for your podcast or uh, for your family reunion, your band or something, your button guy. You could usually only get at him on Instagram, but now he's on Facebook too. Your button guy. He makes buttons. He makes magnets now. And he's a nice guy. He's inexpensive and he's really cool. Your button guy and Coppice Box Whiskey. Neither one of them are like herpes. <laughs> I'm so glad I went to the bathroom. I feel so much better. Quest number four for you. Quest number four for me. Uh huh. I gotta. Do you think them. that little choices throughout the day matter? At what point do little choices turn into big decisions? Two-parter. Yeah, uh, part A, yes. 100% yes. There is a thing called decision fatigue. And we don't... It's The first time you hear about it, like it, it sounds uh, unbelievable. Like The thing is, every time you make a decision, no matter what size the decision, mm-hmm. whether you're talking about you know, whether to go to college or whether to take, quit your job or something, or you're talking about whether you want you know, Fruit Loops or Cheerios or whatever, yep. every decision costs energy. It expends calories and it weakens your brain. So... So I never make decisions. That's it's a, you're exp- uh, saving your energy there. No, all right. right. Yeah. So like by the end of a day, if you've been making decision after decision, tiny little decisions at work, you know, uh, boss, do we need to do this or we need to do this or we need to do this or whatever, you make uh, you make a thousand miniature decisions to the end of the uh, over the course of a day, and then at night you're at home, you're talking to your partner, you're saying, all right, well. What are we What are we going to do about this mortgage? Or I don't know what grown up problems are like, so I'm just assuming. Or, um, by the time you get there, you feel weak. You feel like you don't want to make this decision, and you think there's no reason I should feel this way. I have I, I sat at a desk all day at work. I shouldn't I shouldn't be upset right now. I shouldn't be tired, but you are tired yeah. because of decision fatigue. And so, I think yes, absolutely, those tiny decisions matter. Every that's why. Um, you read, and I, uh, this is not an endorsement, but people like uh, Steve Jobs and Mark Zuckerberg, they dress the same all the time yep. because they try to minimize the amount of 
wasted energy that they do. Like they don't have to think, what am I going to wear today? Which which bizarre T-shirt am I going to put on today? My uh, my wife's grandfather used to. You'd go in his closet. It's the same thing. Don't it's ask me why I was what I was doing in my, <laughs> my wife's grandfather's closet. <laughs> but uh, oh, um, shit, that was my third question. <laughs> I'm not telling you. <laughs> but he would have like five white shirts, five pairs of slacks, two pairs yeah. of jeans, and. Uh, uh, I always thought it was pretty smart. It was like one less thing you have to worry yeah, about. Yeah, it's just, and I bought 10 black, identical black t-shirts for this reason. And then I got kind of bored with it and, and realized that in the job that I'm doing, I'm not not spending a lot of energy making important decisions anyway. It's, uh, I, I'm... I don't know why I'm so obsessed with David Lee Roth. Oh, God. <laughs> I love David Lee Roth. The man's like this, this hyperactive Buddha. He's um, so wicked, smart, and scatological, and hilarious, and he? and I'm not saying he writes great songs or <laughs> no. anything, but he, first of all, he was a great front man. Like for, I mean, I guess for like, what I, it is, Van I Halen, just, he was a great front man. I just narrowly missed, I guess, like the appeal. Like I, I, I don't know. I started paying attention to music at exactly the wrong time or something like that because <laughs> everybody older than me, yeah, loved Van Halen. I don't and love Van Halen. I love David Lee Roth. David Lee Roth, okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I could give or take Van Halen. I grew up listening to, you said Flock of Seagulls. Yeah, that was yeah. kind of my wheelhouse. <laughs> you know, uh, I just, one day when I was an adult, I was in my mid-20s and I suddenly realized that, Van Halen, that David Lee Roth doesn't sing. He just, he just talks. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, kind of scats. Like, you listen to, like, um, I don't know, uh, Panama, and there's no singing. It's just like, Yell talking during the <laughs> during the verses, and then Panama. What well, what where I was going with this was oh, there, there's a great quote that he says, uh, "Don't sweat the small stuff, and it's all small stuff." And it's all small stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and and yeah. I I I go through my I pretty much my life is what would David Lee Roth what do? <laughs> <laughs> so so do you keep a, a harem of groupies underneath the uh, podcasting table? Like, I mean, that's what David Lee Roth <laughs> would do. Yeah, like, yeah. At one point, like, he, he would go around with uh, two black belt midget bodyguards. <laughs> and that's awesome. And I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say midget bodyguards <laughs> or black belts. Or, well, I'm, I'm no, sorry, little, little, little people, little people. <laughs> uh, well, it depends. Were they just super short people or were no, they, they, they were plastic dwarves? They were little people. Okay, so yeah, you can't say midget. He, he would call them midget back then. Yeah. So oh, I, yeah. I, I, black belt, <laughs> little people, bodyguards. And I like that idea, and it goes back to the don't sweat the small don't stuff. Sweat, yeah. Even if you have to do something, at least have fun doing it. Fun doing it. Yeah. And they, the little people yeah. would beat you up. They, they <laughs> and they had, they had women bodybuilders as bodyguards also. I, I have a weird relationship <laughs> with, with David, David Lee Roth. Roth. Yeah, uh, I think everybody who's ever had a relationship with David Lee Roth has a weird I, relationship. I have a weird relationship with David, with David Lee Roth. Quest number five for you. Shoot. Why don't we see our own flaws as clearly as other people see our flaws? Because we don't look at ourselves. Like, literally, we don't look at ourselves. Like, do you ever stand in front of a, um, like a, or look at a picture of yourself and you think, my face doesn't look like that. My face is weird, right? My face is better. Your fa <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing is you have everything about your sensory apparatus taints your own sense, perceptions of yourself. Like, for instance, your voice is not as good as you think it is because your head is basically an echo chamber giving you, you, you learn that podcast oh yeah yeah me. you learn that real fast yeah i've listened to my the first time i listened to myself on a podcast i, I oh god it was you're three one hours. of the few people who, who put on the headphones and go oh didn't go i hate the way i, I sound well, on my yeah, i mean I'm, I'm accustomed to loathing everything about me so you know <laughs> um <laughs> and same thing with your vision like just just the idea like when you look at yourself in a mirror for instance you're seeing a, a flipped version of yourself right yeah, yeah. and just that one tiny change means that when you look at a picture of yourself, it feels off, right? So uh, the, the 
why why do we how did you phrase the question again uh, why don't we see our flaws as clearly flaws? as other people see our flaws because we're we're looking at ourselves through a uh, a particular lens like uh that is built to distort and also we have you know homo sapiens has existed like roughly two hundred thousand years right and before then there was a long chain of well, I don't know. You're looking at me funny. Maybe there's... No, you're teaching me something. Years I, 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 old, I, I, right? Is that what you're going to tell me? A garden of Eden, dude. <laughs> so, like, there's, there's, you know, hundreds of millennia of, of uh, evolution going on in the human brain that's all designed not to increase your understanding of the world around you, not to make you a smarter or better person, but to protect you. Survive. To survive. Yep. And one of the ways that we survive is by not hating ourselves, right? That's, so, if you had an unvarnished understanding of everything that was wrong with you would you really be able to live with yourself you know i mean i'm not you personally just like one like a human if a person had a, a pure uh unfiltered awareness of everything that was wrong with them god they'd be fucking miserable wouldn't they i i, I don't know like i i think <laughs> some people i i i I've gotten to the point where I think I'm pretty awesome most of the time. <laughs> so I, I'm sure I, that's I don't, the unfiltered. I, I, don't, I don't know if that's terrible or not, but I think most people are pretty awesome. I, I don't think that... I, I'm, I'm loathe to call There's some complete assholes, but true. most people are pretty awesome. It, you know, and when I look in the mirror, and, and you, you shave your head, so you, mm. we don't spend a lot of time looking in the mirror. I don't know about you. I don't... No, I do it in the shower, like, and just... Yeah, that, that's... I do it in the shower, too. Like, I, I don't... I don't... I spend maybe a minute looking in the mirror, at, you know, a, a day, at yeah. brushing my teeth, or, you know, I'll pass by, and, you mm. know, but, but I make a point, and it sounds crazy, but I, it's... E easier to live i make a point and going damn i look good <laughs> <laughs> you know i i love right. with my if my wife's putting her makeup on or yeah. getting her hair i'll come up behind her and just go look how good i look <laughs> stop what you're doing look at me you know and, <laughs> yeah. I, and i'm sure she she will put down oh whatever. she will so we have sex <laughs> every time <laughs> the scrambled eggs can wait or whatever uh, um no i mean I, and i don't i and i think no, it's, it's, it's about perception it's about like like seeing yourself the way you want to see yourself. There's a there's a misconception about evolution that like things are evolving toward an ideal of some kind or something like that. And no, it's not like evolving. that. No, it doesn't work. No, everything's evolving, but it's not it's not working like that. It's the the traits that uh, improve your survivability are the things that stick. So you have honed a, uh, a good image of yourself because it is useful to you. Yeah, it, it is helpful for you to get through your day. It gets rid of the screaming in my head. Absolutely, absolutely, 100%. And uh, I think that's why... Like, making myself laugh over <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the answer to the question is that. I think that's why we have a lot of mechanisms to try to protect ourselves. And, you know, if you would be miserable if you were aware of some personality flaw of yours, then you're probably more likely to not be aware of it. Question number six. Word. Did you say word? Word, yeah. Wow, I like that. <laughs> I'm 90 years old. Now, you're so down with the hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> Question number six is, uh, it's sponsored by The Nook. Here's an email. <laughs> the, the Nook on Robinson is a sponsor. We talked about how much we like them. Clean yes. bathroom, cool art. Yeah, and uh, I'm going, I'll be there. You want to see some cigar stuff. Movie thing. Uh, uh, lots of beer. It's, it's an ongoing art place yes. with, with beer and music and cool people locally owned it's about orlando they're located in the milk district at uh, 2432 east robinson street if you want to email us email us over at scotch and good conversation at gmail.com this one is very short and sweet and written with care and they didn't sign it get a lot of that lately and uh it, the title to this one is 
if I'm speeding to the hospital to save somebody's life and the police and a police officer attempts to pull me over, do I continue driving or do I go to the hospital? Or do I do it? Damn it, I screwed up anyway. Do I continue driving to the hospital or do I stop? And then it says, not too many big words trying to make it easy for you. Okay. That, that's me. They're, that's they're you. Because okay. I, I, I typically <laughs> screw this up. So you're, you're driving to the hospital. Driving to the hospital. Somebody's dying. Uh, you got me in the back and, and I got a bullet hole in me. Cops pull up behind you. Do you continue going or do you stop? Well, it, at this point in time, I can take a moment and consider a bunch of different factors that, okay. that just wouldn't me. be yeah that wouldn't be on my mind oh yeah it's yeah. just you know we'll just pull over and have a have, have a, a coffee or stop stop get a danish <laughs> you know? well i'm thinking like the cop if 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 i think that i can make the cop aware of the situation that i'm in quickly enough yeah. he might have mechanisms to help me get to the hospital faster they pull in maybe. front and the lights yeah, and stuff yeah like yeah. maybe you can help the traffic that'd be one. cool uh, blow through red lights. Blow through red lights, exactly. Uh, or even even if it's something like get some ambulances out there or something. That'd be nice. You know. Um, so I don't know. But then again, the last time you got pulled over by a cop, how long did it take from the moment you stopped the car to when he actually got out of the car and got to you, right? Because they're always sitting there running your plates and, and writing up half the ticket or whatever before they get out of the car. And so there's a big time issue there. Yeah. I think I would probably... And I'm I'm speculating here. I think I'd probably keep going. Good. I and think that's just the right answer. Anticipate dealing with it when we got to the yeah to the hospital. You know. I think that's the right answer. Yeah. I don't know. It depends. Uh, like, it, it's uh. I think that's the right answer. I don't, I, I don't know who wrote this. So thank you. <laughs> uh, now keep going. If that person has a dying person in the back of their car at the moment that I they wrote they didn't that write email, this. yeah, I, I yeah, hope I, he stops to write an email. <laughs> <laughs> although although my podcast is more important. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you for thinking of Scotch and Good Conversation. <laughs> you can email me over at Scotch and Good Conversation. Two months when this episode comes out, you'll have your No, it's now. actually going to come out pretty quick. <laughs> These, yeah, I've, I've, uh, because of the air conditioner and life, like this will come out before, probably before, before your thing. Oh, rock on. I know, right? Do you have, side note, do you have, do you think podcasters listen to you? Oh, yeah. Good. I think mostly podcasters listen. <laughs> can, I, can I throw another plug out? Yeah, please. Okay. July 20th, next okay. Saturday, um, I am holding a press screening at Valencia College East Campus. Oh, it's not going to come out by next. Oh, that, well, yeah, never mind then. The you guys <laughs> missed, you missed a fantastic press screening. <laughs> you missed it. And too bad. Um, what was I saying? Oh, sorry. They're, That's okay. Well, no. We're done with. Oh, hey, if you want to email me, email me over at scotchgoodconversation at gmail.com and I'll screw up your email. <laughs> Here is a commercial. Tonda. And the whole gang over at La Femme du Fromage, Orlando's Cheese Shop, are right now working super hard. They're working overtime to open up their brand new location in the North Quarter. Until then, though, give them a follow on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to find out what's going on in the construction and to find out what's going on in their original location in the East End Market. They're doing cheese there. They're Orlando's Cheese Shop. Of course they are. Pass by tonight and grab something yummy. Get some dinner. Get a grilled cheese sandwich. Get a glass of wine. Hang out and watch the world go by. They are located at 3201 Kareen Drive in the East End Market. Go in there tonight. Tell them you heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation. And this section is brought to you by the Romano Law Firm. If you need a lawyer, you could not do better than Daryl Romano and the gang over at the Romano Law Firm. Been practicing law, well, was, well, uh, since pretty much since I I knew him in high school, and he wanted to be a lawyer. 
got out of high school, became a lawyer, been practicing law for the last 25 or so years. He's the man I'd want at my corner. He's a good dude, and uh, he'll take care of you. TheRomanoLawFirm.com. Your third question to me, please. My third question to you. Oh, you threw me off with the lawyer thing. That's okay. Um, He's a good dude. Crap. Daryl is. Oh, shit. It was so good. Like, I had one before I came, and it's okay, but just now, a second, what were we just talking about? Because I had, I just uh, came up with the Romano so Law Firm. Before that, it was. Uh, hospitals stopping, uh, get, uh, getting pulled, uh, kombucha. No. Ugh. Oh, God. Um, no. Um, no, I don't remember. Email. Damn it. Okay, so I'll ask you the one I was thinking about anyway. Sorry, this is less awesome than the one that I just thought of and Perfect. slipped my mind. When I was younger and more insufferable than I am now, I believe you seem really nice. I'm I'm less insufferable than I used to be. I can okay. give you that. I can I can absolutely vouch for that. Vouch for that. I can't promise that I'm not insufferable. Like I can't say I'm zero percent. Well, we all have moments, though. Me too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So when I was worse than I am, I believed that there was a such thing as an objective artistic quality, right? Like there was a such thing as a good painting or a good movie or a good song or something like that. Yeah, yeah. and. Uh, that it was this this objective quality, uh, uh, I guess, platonic quality existed outside of us and had nothing to do with your preference. Like maybe you like good things, maybe you don't like good things, whatever. So uh, before I tell you how I've evolved on that moment, how, what do you think? Do you think that there is a such thing as, for instance, a good book? Does it exist? Is there a thing that is that it, a book that is by its own structure, not by your interpretation of it, but by its own structure, is a good book, or a good song, or a good movie, or a good painting? Yes. Think so? Um, <laughs> I no longer think so. I, I want to make, I, I'll, I'll spoil it right now. I, I no longer believe so. I, I, because I, if you said not not by what you think of. Right. Like, like yeah. outside of, out, like it exists outside of you. Like Kat, I listened to her uh, episode. With oh, yeah, yeah, She yeah. asked you about objective versus. She's hilarious. Right. I didn't know yeah, what no, to expect from her because she's so dry. No, she, yeah, it's hard to tell what it is. <laughs> yeah. No, but she's fantastic. I'm going to change my answer. I think you're right. I don't, yeah. I don't think it, there, there's, there's nothing perfect. There is a point in my time in my life where if you had said to me, for instance, that, you know, um, Pauly Shore's son-in-law was a better movie than, um, uh, The Shining, I would have been furious and said, What's wrong with you? No, it's not. It's no, not a, you're right. That's not. But it, yeah, <laughs> but I no longer believe that. I believe okay. that there is no such thing as objective quality. There's no good. There's no bad. There's just what do you like? Yeah. And if you like it, then it's good, and that's the end of the story. And I get really frustrated now when I listen to when I look at people talking to each other on the internet. They're just terrible. Because the internet's like, a terrible place. It's an awful place. It's oh, that was that was a question I was going to ask you. That's right. I just remember. Haha. I remember. Okay. Go back to it in a minute. Um. But yeah, people go online and they're so angry that other people Have like a, things they don't like or don't like things they do like. And I don't get it. Yeah, like keyboard who, warriors. Who has the energy to be pissed off about these things? You like a movie I didn't like, who gives a shit? I don't understand. I don't understand why. Anyway, whatever. I know friends who are older than me who will say, oh, the world's different now. Everybody's shittier than they used to be. And I don't no, want to believe that. People are the that. exactly the same as they used to be. Yeah. We just all have a just, way to, no, to... Now we to, all have each uh, other on speed dial, basically, uh, yeah, right? Yeah, an outlet. Now, people... Are, I, I, I'm I, a firm believer that, that everything's exactly the same. It's it just... I'm inclined to believe that. You're, Except for... The world, the world is a smaller place. Yeah. So you're, you're more apt to hear about... Yeah things and, and you know it's do you uh, you're you're a little older than i 
I'm 51. 51. Okay, so you're a little older than I am. Do you remember when Web 2.0 came out? Were you a big internet nerd? No, not no? really. Okay, so yeah. I remember in the 90s, Web 2.0 came out, and at the time, I was dumb, and I thought it was just like all rounded buttons and shiny websites, right? But really, the point of it was to drive a two-way interaction between websites and their users. Okay. And that, you can draw a straight line from that initiative to social media. And I, I don't think it's such a great idea. Like, because you post up every, every website you look at, it doesn't matter whether it's a new site or whether it's like, you know, some video game site or something. Every website that puts content online has a comment section so that any jackass on the internet looking at this website can chime in and put his voice out there. Is that good? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I, I think it, it's... I don't want to be a gatekeeper, but does everybody's opinion matter? Yes. <laughs> not everybody's opinion is good. Not, not, yeah, so... Most people's opinion, and that's the thing, is most people who are, who are giving their opinion on, on things on the internet have no basis to give their opinion. Exactly. I, I, um, I have some friends in, who make independent films, Yeah, uh, obviously, and, and uh, a couple of friends of mine, um, I'll plug them, Michael J. Epstein and Sophia Cassiola, they have a movie that just came out on video on demand called Clickbait. And it's a great movie. I love clickbait. Um, but it's not but. I don't know why I said but. It covers some social issues. Yeah. Right? And it has, I, I, I 100% would not call it a feminist viewpoint. Or, but, it, uh, but it does, it does, um, it is pretty progressive as a, as a plot. And that, none of that matters. It's just a fun movie about um, uh, social media abduction or whatever. It doesn't matter. The point is, some people got it in their heads that this movie is, is some kind of feminazi screed against the american man or something like that so okay. they have organized a takedown like they are bombing all the rating sites like on amazon and on imdb they're bombing the rating sites with with one star reviews to try to tank this movie because with independent film and i didn't know this before i guess i should have with independent film a lot of distributors look straight at those imdb reviews to decide whether to pick a movie up for distribution. Wow, it's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah. So a bunch of like knuckle draggers are pissed off, and most of them, if you you can track and you can ask Sophia and Michael about this, uh, you can track. Uh, you can kind of get a pretty good idea who's actually seen the movie or not. A lot of these guys haven't even seen the movie. They just yeah. heard, they just, you know, take this down. Like it's 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 awful, and and um, it's part of the pussification of America or whatever. And so they're they're bombing. This, this movie and it's going to have a real financial impact and creative impact on these people and it really upsets me and it just I don't I'm no longer so much interested in people's opinions on stuff you know you, I, I am inclined to agree with you on that and uh, the, the unfortunate thing is and I haven't seen your friends films but, yeah. but if they put their heart and soul and money into it and then people are who've never seen it are just protesting it because they heard something on the internet right. that sucks. It sucks. Like if you I, look at, it, if you watch the movie and you say, "I hate this," yeah, fine, then that's that, valid. That's, that's totally cool. But I, if you haven't even seen the movie, like a lot of these interviews or these reviews are coming from places on the planet where the movie hasn't been distributed. Yeah. So either they haven't seen it or they've watched a pirated copy. And I, I totally get. I mean, like with podcast reviews are important. Yeah, yeah I know. I you and know. I hear it like. And, a, and, five and, stars on iTunes and uh, it, 
I I'm okay with getting a bad review, and I've got a couple. I've got a couple like one stars. Yeah. But I'm, I'm well I'm, not for this episode. Not for this episode. This is gonna be a five. Star I've got a couple one star like, but they didn't bother leaving a review as to why yeah. you gave me one so star. It's, it's so meaningless. I learned nothing. Yeah, you learned no. You're you're 100 right. I read a guy, and I'm sorry, I don't I don't remember who wrote this, um, but he I was reading an internet writer who said one time that. You got four types of, of opinions from people on your stuff that you make, right? They're the people who like it for the wrong reason, yeah. like it for the right reason, hate it for the wrong reason, and hate it for the right reason. Yep. And only that last category matters. Yeah. None of the rest can be helpful to you at all. If somebody likes it, it's... It's nice to hear it's, words it's of validation. Hear, you know? Yeah. It's like you show, you, you make a thing and you show it to your mom and she loves it. Of course she loves it. She's your mom. She has to. But like... And then if somebody hates it because, you know, they had a bad day or they're, you know, whatever, they have a bug up their ass or they decide it's too, I don't know, it, it's too whatever, it's too liberal or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. you know, that's a dumb opinion. But if somebody has a criticism, somebody doesn't like it for a good reason, that's the one that matters. I'm okay and how do with that. filter that out? Yeah, no, that's good. Uh, like if, if, it, if it's constructive, you know. Yeah, let me know what you. I did wrong and I'll try to fix it and don't make it more say, appealing to you. Uh, don't just say you suck, dumbass. Yeah, that's not enough. You if know, you're gonna it, leave a review, say something about it. And and that that's just it. Is I I, I want to learn and mm -hmm. you know how to make this better. But also, part of me is I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I really I I say it a lot on this podcast. I'm doing this for me. That you know what it, I I feel very similarly about the festival. I, you know, I'm doing it for me. I get to talk to cool people. I get to have a little bit of fun. I get I get a free beer every now and then. And, and at the end of the month, I might have a dollar or two left in my pocket. So you know, it, it's really working out. But I would I when I was I did it half the time I've been doing this podcast. It was costing me money. You yeah. know, oh, it, yeah. you know, and you same thing with your film. Yeah. You know, you said you've never you've never operated out of the red. So right, that is correct. So you know you're doing it for the love of what you do and to have some fun and talk to some cool people. Yeah, because otherwise, if you're not like, if I didn't make movies or if I didn't run the festival, I would <laughs> don't want to go down this dark road. I'd probably kill myself. Like, oh, this, don't <laughs> say that. There's not much like Start my a I podcast don't. with me because <laughs> I got more time for podcasting. <laughs> um, I think we nailed that one. Uh, set quest number seven for you. What caused you to realize that your friends from high school have nothing in common oh with you now? Oh, God. I figured that was good like because no, you've been one. out of school for, what, uh, yeah, 15 I, years, 10 years? 96 I graduated. Okay, yeah, yeah. So a little over 20 now. Yes, okay. Um, and the people I hung out with high school, hung out with in high school, this is what kills me. <laughs> is this it? <laughs> is this the thing? This is the one. This is so much. It's all. I just, you know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> when we were hanging out in high school, we were all the punk weirdos, right? Mm -hmm. We were making fun of the normies, you know. We were dressing strange and pretending to be vampires and smoking clove cigarettes and whatever. And out of yab yum. Yeah. <laughs> and and we just rejected society, man, or whatever. No and one understands I, me. Right, exactly. And then I, I lose contact with them, right? Yeah, yeah. I lose contact and come back together 15, 20 years later, something like that. And like, they're married and they have children and they're taking their they're worried about you know what sunday school to take their kids to or something like that and and they're voting against you know the um the radical liberals and they think that everything is an affront to to good american moral values and they want god back into the white house and i'm like what in the fuck happened what happened to you <laughs> 
dude, we literally rubbed s- small woodland animal blood on our faces in the woods. And like, I don't even want to ask smart. about that. But <laughs> what happened? Yeah, yeah. When did it? I, and it wasn't like I, I have to assume. And and uh, you know, sorry, I'm about to alienate uh, any a lot of your old friends, parent fans. Of, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, okay. It's <laughs> what we I do. I think it has something to do with children. I think that when you and I think it's a physiological thing. I think it's like a physiological thing when you you know, in general, the notion and and not even this isn't even political. Let me yeah, make yeah. that clear. No, no, but yeah, the, I, I hear you. The difference between like philosophical conservatism and philosophical liberalism is whether you're uh, uh, eager for change, right? Liberal. The liberal mindset wants to change things up and the conservative mindset wants to protect things, right? So it makes sense that when you're a young teenager and you're sick of everything around you, you're sick of your parents and you're sick of your school, you're sick of your dumb retail job or whatever, you want to up th- uh, um, um, destroy the system. Upheave everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then once you have kids, well, now you have a thing to protect. Now you're responsible for something. And, and yeah, maybe you weren't happy with these systems when you were younger, but now that you have this vulnerable little flesh sack that like if if it pops you're the one in trouble right like and and so you you kind of inevitably sort of slide toward the status quo a little more and say all right well i'll i'll preserve this so that my kid can grow up and then maybe he can go and change things maybe have them bring the system down but like i i see old friends of mine on facebook and um sorry guys but like (laughs) sometimes they argue some points and i think wow what, I know we had different lives. I know we went in different directions. Yeah, I know, yeah. But what happened that drove you to ground? You know, like we were fringe people when we were together. I, t- trust me. We I, did I, the I, drugs I, and listened I, to the music, and you know. And part of me wants to shake them and say, you know, what happened to you? You used to be, you used to have youth, and you, you, you there was that spark in you. Yeah. But, but the other part realizes that you can't pick on somebody for what gets into the day. Well, I, I, you know? I have, uh, I won't call anybody out, but I, yeah. I have old friends who I, I know really, really well. And they are 180 degrees different than, than they were. They were then. But yeah. also I know that they are absolutely some of the best parents I, I can ever imagine. Right. And their kids are, are, are smart and well-adjusted so, and good children. Uh, I, and I guess that's cool. I just don't, I, it's such a foreign yeah, concept yeah, to it's me. It's so different. Yeah. I, I, I'm a math guy. So the numbers always make an impression on me. I read several years ago that to raise a child up to the age of 17 costs something like one and a quarter million dollars or a quarter million dollars, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, we, I don't, I don't remember what the figure was. I could come up real fast, but that we did the math and it turns out to be over $1,200 a month yeah. for the first 17 years of this thing's life. Crazy. So I'm thinking the position I'm in, like my girlfriend and I, we make not terrible money, right? Yeah. But we're broke all the fucking time. Yeah. If suddenly we had a child and we had to scrounge up over $1,000 a month to take care of it, like, I don't I don't know how the fuck we would you do it. You couldn't go to the Enzian as many times that's, as that's you That's exactly right. Yeah. And so I wonder whether that's part of this. Like maybe these old friends of mine who were, they had the the freedom to be on the edge, on the fringes of stuff, you know, then they had kids and now they no longer have the luxury of putting things at risk. Yep. They no longer have the luxury of spending a hundred dollars on some really good blotter acid, you know, <laughs> now they have to, well, shit, the kid needs baby food, right? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Diapers are more important now than me getting high this weekend. And that nudges them toward that kind of safe, staid, 
lifestyle, you know, and, and I can't blame them. I mean, what, it, are, what are they going to do? Get that, rid of their kids? It, and that's just it. Is it's these people that you know I see now. They seem really happy, and I'm happy for them. I just I, I'm sad that that spark is gone. Yeah, you know, and maybe I'm the one who, who's hanging on to something that's not there anymore. But but I but I do know is I love going to shows. I love seeing art. I, I love Definitely. seeing weird movies. Uh, you know, and I. I, am I better or worse than them? I, I don't know. But but I, I feel good about myself, and I hope they feel good about themselves, too. There are no right answers. There's no, that's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing. That's why I don't, Wrong I answers. don't, I don't Something believe. Something like that. <laughs> There's yeah. neither. They I don't got a exist. t-shirt that says it on it, but I can't remember what it says. I don't, I don't, I no longer believe that there is any, I think the, I think the most terrifying and awesome aspect of living in this, not immoral, but amoral universe is that everybody gets to decide what's important yeah and that's frightening and it's liberating at the same time right because other people are going to choose things to be important that you find completely unimportant yep and you're going to have to interact with these people because we're all stuck on the same you know ball of dirt right don't be a dick don't be a dick about it right (laughs) don't be please don't be a dick Yeah, yeah, you're gonna you know, try to be, do the be the best you can be, but don't be a dick to somebody yeah, else. Can't take about it. Like, like I, I will say as a side note though, Jen and I we love going to the parks. We had um, I, I, unironically, unironically, yeah. unironically, we had we had annual passes to Disney. Now we have them to Universal. Uh, inevitably though, when we go to the park, it's just the two of us. And with the past, like you can decide, uh, it's too rainy, it's too muggy, it's going yeah, to nice. come I, back. I get it. I'm not even a park guy, but we, yeah, we but had passes, yeah. and it's nice to, you know, hey, don't want to go. It's six o'clock at night. You want to drive uh, out there and ride sure. one ride? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Who is having the worst time at the park? Me. It's the it's families. Me. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, when we look, it's always like, because you got these parents, and they've been planning this vacation yep. for a year, yep. funneling their money into it. And you got the kid who's so young. That he can't appreciate how cool it's going to be at the end of this line. Yep. All he knows is he's standing in the sun, bored out of his tit, and he's got 90 minutes before he can get on, you know, Splash Mountain or whatever, right? And the parents are desperately screaming, well, "You need to be enjoying this, damn it!" You know, and it's because of their baggage, right? They put, they, yeah. they know what goes into it, and the kid just can't possibly appreciate it. So, like, Jen and I go there, and we're like, "Hey, this is fun. Uh, that line's too long. We can skip that." But those poor people who don't—I I don't mean poor people. The, no, I get the it. Unfortunate people trying to build memories for their children. Right, right. Yeah. and they're trying to—they're trying to force this experience on their kids, and their kids just don't get it. They can't get it. Well, but you didn't get it. I didn't get it. No, my you're 100 percent right. That, that's and, you know, and like I feel bad because my parents wasted their. Like we went to Walt Disney World once when I was like five, and literally the only thing I remember is crying on Pirates of the Caribbean. So nothing's changed at all. That's all I remember. Not even the whole ride. Just one moment of being on the boat wailing at the yeah, top the, of the hairy arms. leg over the bridge is yeah, just frightening as hell. what it was. <laughs> <laughs> but you see the dog, and, he, and he's got the keys. And, and key. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think... Is the dog not there anymore? I know no, they got rid of. They got, I just don't know if he was. I, he, was he a was the he dog a was there? Sparrow edition? No, the dog was there okay. when I was a kid. Okay, like when right, well, he had like been there. Seventy four. That dog. Okay. That dog had the keys, and they were trying and to hold him the bone. Yeah. Like that. Dog. Oh, that dog. That dog. Yeah. I thought you meant. Okay, no, no, no. You're right. You're right. Okay, the animatronic guy who's whistling, his face is the creepiest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Because they have his cheeks out, because he's supposed to always be whistling. And I know they've changed it. Like they're not selling women anymore. That's true. Yeah. Now, 
How, like, are they, did they change it or is my imagination? Are they, did they, they changed the... Um, they changed the uh, some I, of it's not politically they correct. They definitely changed the, the sound that you're hearing. Okay. I think they might have changed the models around a little bit, but they did fucking pollute the whole thing with pictures of Johnny Depp, and I'm sick of that. I, I, <laughs> He's a handsome man. Like, oh, I guess, but... He dresses cool. I, I hoped I I don't know I, I don't think he's gonna age well I'm not gonna no yeah he, he's only got like four he teeth or something like desperately that wants to be Keith Richards yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I was hoping that maybe some of the backlash that hit him over the accusations by Amber Heard would like I don't know if they're true or not I'm not weighing in on that but I was hoping that the 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 Fuhrer would talk Disney into getting rid of his fucking face has out of that ride has he done anything interesting. It's been so long. I mean, like, I, I stopped caring about the pirate no, films. Like the pirate, I watched a pirate film, and I felt like I, I never, I didn't end that movie with any burning questions. You know, I, I don't, I don't think I saw. I know we, we saw the first one. I didn't hate that. Which yeah. seems like a million years. It's got to oh, be yeah. twenty years ago, right? Oh, it's close. It's like two thousand four. That's like insane. That. Um, I watched the first one because Gore Verbinski directed it, and I knew Gore Verbinski as the guy who directed a couple of really good uh, Bad Religion videos. Oh, that's pretty cool. And now yeah. his life is Disney, and like I can't. I'm not throwing stones, Gore. If you happen to be it's listening, not, yeah, it's this. if Disney said, <laughs> "Hey, we'll you, you want to work with me?" Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> give me a call. I'll get your coffee for yeah, you. Yeah, no, right if you want to come on the podcast, dude, whose name I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, you've got credentials. <laughs> Um, last question. Who do you know Yo. that I don't know who should come on the podcast? Yeah. Uh, I was thinking about this, and I was looking at your old archives, and you, you already talked to Kat. You already talked to uh, Kristen Howard. Uh, she's great. Oh, yeah. She's buttons. cool. Yeah, she's awesome. That was Hot fun. Hands, the jump machine gun, Kristen. Yeah, yeah. I have a friend uh, named Karen Stevenson. Okay. She's fantastic. She edited a piece of um, my newest movie for me. She, I need. I had a hell... Oh, spoiler. There's a hell scene, and... Um, I just didn't feel like I could edit it my, uh, right myself, so she did it for me, and it's fantastic. She also uh, does a lot of like um, like uh, promotional stuff around town. Cool. What's your um, name again? Karen Stevenson. Okay. She's on Instagram as Dusty Bibles. Oh yeah, I follow her. Oh yeah, she's great. I yeah, feel she, like I follow her. Karen, Karen if you're if you're listening, yeah, hit me up. She's got uh, you know find her her saucy photos um, and like them because they're they're great. yeah yeah I actually I, I know who that person is <laughs> oh good you should R have everyone remind the kids where and what and when and yes. why and how much and and, yes. that, and that discount with the thing August 9th it yeah, starts yeah. August 9th at 6pm it goes all weekend it's the sick and wrong not sick and twisted sick and wrong yeah it bugs me when filmmakers email me and they're like oh I'm so glad to be in the sick and twisted I'm like you motherfucker did you read the email what's the matter with you anyway sorry is that still a thing uh, I don't think it's been for a while. Yeah, because that's the first time I saw yeah. Beavis and Butthead and, and I, it's uh, South be, Park. Yeah, it's got to be old enough that it's got to be gone long enough. It's, I assume it's been a while. I didn't think about it when yeah. I created my thing. Yeah, I interrupted. Um, I'm sorry. No, 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 it's fine. August 9th at City Arts downtown, uh, the Sick and Wrong Film Festival. Find us on Facebook. Also, remember, as a fan of Scotch and Good Conversation, meaning I'm assuming you're a fan of Scotch, you come and say the word Lagavulin, mm -hmm. Lagavulin, and I will give you a free ticket for every ticket that you buy. That's very cool. Thank you very much. Thank you. This is a lot of fun. I, I appreciate it. Thank you for uh, coming and not coming to my house. Yeah. Usually, <laughs> I, I, I've never been thanked for not coming to someone's house before. Trust me, you didn't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> it's... It's it's um it's it's I, I I'm I, gonna I'm gonna go home. What time is it? It's like uh uh seven three thirty. Yeah, I'm gonna go home. I'll be home for about three hours, and hopefully I'm gonna get in a get car and drive out. south yeah. and eat some decent food. Yeah, that's what happens yeah. when you're too hot. You definitely need to go south. Well, we're, we're <laughs> there's air conditioning south. Okay. There, the place we're staying has AC, <laughs> and it's like I love my doggie, but yeah, I, yeah. I'm I'm she love is dog. she is not. 
the Not smartest a- girl in the world. <laughs> like that, we have we, we have two portable units that the air conditioner company ha- yeah. has provided us, and I think the first couple of days she was afraid of them. Oh, no. So she'd like on the complete opposite and the hottest section of the house, <laughs> and, and I'm throwing like treats in the room, and she'll run in and grab them, and then run away. Like, You're so fucking stupid. You're really beautiful, and I love you. But man, you're a dumb dog. <laughs> uh, so we dropped her off at daycare, and we're just gonna have a, a Peter and Dee Dee weekend and do nothing and read. And I'm gonna jump in the pool, and uh, we're gonna drink some wine and hang out sounds, and maybe yeah, have sex. Sounds fun. Thank you so much yeah, for coming thank in. You. This was a blast. I uh, and uh, thanks to Red Light Red Light for letting us sit in this cool. Absolutely. I'll buy you beer if you want hey, a beer. Right. I'll, I'll treat you to a beer. I'm turn you down for that. Uh, hey, if there's somebody in your life that you care about. And they're having a bad day. Do me a favor. Uh, ask them. You know, it's something I can do, and maybe they'll do it for you too. Take care of each other. Hydrate. It's hot out there. Wear sunblock. Uh, have fun. Take care. Peace. Bye bye.